The Inhuman Experience Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Media Network. You can check us out as well as other great shows on fourthhand.com. mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained coming to you from the mothership directly above the uncanny valley my name is bobby anthem alias big doc doom and with me as always he is the grim reaper of doom my partner my ace my fellow inhuman what's up bobby blades here and yes, I do have a skull when I remove my regular human face mask. It's terrifying, man. What's happening? <laughs> Not too much. Just really tired. Same here, man. I haven't been sleeping very good. Man. We got to figure out a way to get some rest. We work too hard, I think. We do way too much, man. Speaking for myself, I do a ton of podcasts. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm involved in four different podcasts regularly. I think you have a couple yourself. <laughs> yeah, and then there's the whole mixing, and sometimes it's a gift, other times it's a curse of having a bunch of projects in your head and not being able to get them down. It's always fun, though, man. It's better than doing nothing, so I'm grateful for that. But what I'm also grateful for is another podcast that we actually made an appearance on uh, recently, and... We have our friends from that podcast joining us today. I like that segue, by the way. I'm getting better at this, man. Yes. We're pros, right? We're, yeah, we, we're going to start throwing our weight around soon. I got a lot of weight to throw around, <laughs> oh, man. But, but yeah, man, we have our friends with us today. We recently appeared on their podcast. We have our friends Shaheen and Jeff from the Garden of Doom. Oh, yeah. And they brought the Doom and a little bit of the Garden, too little bit of the garden mostly doom mm -hmm. you know, but that's what they do that's their that's their charm the doom is charming <laughs> it, it really is man and it's good yeah. to see shaheen back in the podcasting seat once again absolutely man that's where he shines dude the, the guy is incredibly busy as busy as we are uh shaheen just keeps piling on more and more new projects he just never stops so that makes it extra special that he took the time along with Jeff to come here and talk with us. Oh, yeah, that's fantastic. But we're going to find out what's going on with their show and how they break things down. Yeah, man, I definitely have some topics that I want to hit on. So we're not going to drag this out any longer. Let's get <laughs> into this thing right now. An old wine cabinet said to be possessed by a demon which invokes nightmares and physical harm. An island full of giant rabbits, said to appear once every seven years off the coast of Ireland. A rural family that in the dead of winter walked one by one into their barn, but never walked out. The world is full of fascinating mysteries, and the Blurry Photos podcast sheds light on the darkest corners of the unknown. With a new storytelling-focused format, 
Blurry Photos brings legends to life and examines if there's any fact behind the supposed fictions. Join me, David Flora, as I explore the unexplained and explain the unexplored on the Blurry Photos podcast. All right, so we're back at it, and we have ourselves some special, very, very special guests this time. Uh, we actually just recently appeared on their show, so now they were kind enough to return the favor. We have Jeff and Shaheen from the Garden of Doom, the GLD. What's happening, guys? What's going on, my man? How's it going? Everything's good. Cool, man. Very, very happy to have you here, man. Glad that you're starting this new venture. Uh, Jeff, I guess this is your first venture into actually podcasting yourself. I know that you're associated with others, and Shaheen is starting a new project every six hours. So this, this is an interesting one, and, and you're kind of uh, coming into our territory a little bit, man. Tell us a little bit about the podcast that you guys are working on. I, I don't want to go into the, your territory, man. Your territory is Area 51, dude. I'm fucking terrified of that shit. I'm not going anywhere near that. <laughs> you don't want to go to Area 51, man. You don't want to know the secrets. I'll, I'll join you on, on the raid to Area 51. Yeah, once once the hipsters took over Area 51, I was like, the mystique is gone. I want to have nothing to do with this shit. Now they That's got fair. fucking lattes. You know, they got almond milk lattes and shit at Area 51. It's it's, it's game over. It's too, uh, they, didn't make, they didn't make it past the gates. Yeah. Tell him about the show, though. That's what he's asking. Well, it's about Area 51. I'm, I'm just kidding. But, uh, no, it's, Largely. It's, it's, a, it's about doom. Doom of all kinds from a little bit of what's happening in the world today. I know I know Jeff hates it when I get into it, but, I mean, we bring up, you know, stuff that, that happens in the world today. We bring up some uh, new uh, conspiracies, uh, all, all sorts of theories from aliens to uh, doomsday. You know, we're not preparers ourselves necessarily, but... It's always fun to talk about it. So we bring all kinds of doom uh, from dinosaurs to uh, time travel. Jeff, what else do we talk about? Uh, I like I like to say that we're we're trying to cover the abnormal but make it sort of normal to try and tie it into things to make it normal. And and I was going to say you'd be surprised how many people are into this stuff. But obviously guys who have a show called The Inhuman Experience would not be surprised by that. That's probably the basis of your show and, and your listeners so there's a lot of people who are interested in in stuff like that but that's what we try to do do and and i don't hate it when he brings in current events i just you know one i don't want the show to get too heavy because the current events are usually pretty lousy but also when we're too current sometimes all the information is in and i don't want to be on the record responding and you know being wrong and and i also am not ready to share all of my politics with the world so those are my that's my reticence but yeah we we talk a lot about you know the possibility of extraterrestrial life whether it seeded life here uh sort of collective memory or uh pan cultural myths things like that uh you know so yeah fun fun stuff you know i'm sure we'll get to vampires and witches we we did a show on uh, bigfoot so you know we, yeah we probably we probably about your territory but uh you know th there's plenty of room and space we exist in the same field but we approach it a little differently and i like that you know there's actually uh you said you didn't know how much people would be into uh this type of stuff but when blades and i started doing this 
I don't think we knew just how much of this there is out there, but there are a lot of shows uh, that all kind of have their their own approach. We're actually a part of a network, uh, Fourth Hand, that um, most of the shows involved in Fourth Hand are uh, they they touch on the paranormal, strange, and unexplained. Um, what you guys do that I like though, I, I actually like that you touch on the the current events the things that are in the news that day and, and kind of just react to it even sometimes without having all of the information i like that as a listener because you can even you can even go back maybe you know like after a few weeks or uh in the future months whatever because you guys are sort of just getting started off you know the show is fairly new but it gives us a chance to look back at the shows that you did and kind of see where your heads were at the time when the news came out, you know, because a lot of times our initial reaction is the most interesting thing, you know, and b before all of the information starts to unfold. As a listener, I enjoy that. I like that. Um, I also like the other stuff that you mentioned, Jeff, different cultural things, the myths, all of that. I like that you guys pack a lot in your episodes, you know, where uh, Blades and I will take we'll usually take one thing and kind of focus on that sometimes we'll just have a conversation and we'll just talk about whatever pops up but i like that you guys hit on several topics in an episode and kind of rapid fire like that i think that's very interesting i haven't heard any other shows doing that personally well first of all thank you because that, that's uh, high praise and and getting that feedback from someone who's in this industry but also a listener is very valuable and that's that's i love to hear it and and that will that that will help me be less hesitant with it but i you know i our goal for the show was to be different i mean shaheen's on a lot of podcasts he, he has offers all the time and and the goal was to do something that's that we didn't think was out there so i like to think of it sort of as if i turned my facebook page into a magazine um and so you know, we'll have like a couple features. One might be, you know, some some current event thing that's going on. The other might be, you know, like we did a, a third on Bigfoot, and and then we'll do some sort of, you know, sort of weird but tied to our premise news. But we'll also throw some pop culture stuff in there. But again, sort of tied to our premise or, or our, our home base, which is you know sort of sci-fi-ish, you know, sciency fantasy, you know, superhero-y, you know, anything in that vein, that, you know, so we'll talk about, you know, eventually we'll talk about Lovecraft Country, um, but, you know, that that sort of world, but, you know, one week we may delve into Godzilla, I mean, who knows, it's, it's but, but yeah, I, I'm glad that you think it's, it's fun, and that was the goal, was to be different, and for it to be a variety, but, but sort of with a through line, sort of a, a, a theme or a soul yeah and, it definitely has not been boring Good. yeah and, and, and if you've noticed man every time i i do different shows with uh different co-hosts i try to grab somebody that's very different from me whether it's you know age or music or you know from area or whatever because i think it brings a different uh, perspective so i think i think that also is very interesting because obviously you know we're not the same age we're not from the same area different cultures you know, different backgrounds so i think that also brings something to the table and um this is like the first time that i haven't done anything wrestling related so i'm i'm, I'm very happy about that and uh i have another show coming out with a uh, draper and a uh, b show brian and that's also not about wrestling and that's about the uh, apocalypse 
and all kinds of crazy shit that's going on. And we talked about uh, frog dicks for like 45 minutes on the first episode. <laughs> that doesn't sell you on the episode. I don't know what the fuck it's going to sell you. <laughs> you don't even need to go any deeper with that, man. Just frog, frog dicks, man. If you're not sold on that, I don't know. We're not going deep on frog dicks at all. Frog dicks go deep on you, man. <laughs> deep frog dicking. That's what yep. But, that is, that's definitely yeah, it, an episode. <laughs> it's it, it's also interesting too since you mentioned yeah we all did happen to come from a wrestling background not as wrestlers but we're all connected with the, the wrestling podcast community that's kind of how we all came together but we ended up in a less weird space where we're talking about paranormal shit and bigfoot and and frog dicks that's that's a lot less weird than the the wrestling community I mean, that's we true. talked about men wrestling basically naked for years. So, I mean, talking about frog dicks now, it's not much different than talking about Joey Ryan's dick for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that says it all, I think. Yeah, that, that, that's something. Yeah. Um, and, and frogs don't get accused, you know? They just kind of do their thing. Nope. No, they, they, they know what to say. Ribbit or nothing. That's right. <laughs> As long as they hear that, it's good to go. Man. <laughs> but yeah, man, I mean, we're going to be doing some, even we're going to incorporate, obviously, you know, he, he, he does some, uh, Jeff does some book recommendations. We're going to incorporate some, uh, you know, TV shows, some movies. We do this new gimmick where uh, I play like a horror trailer, typically, and I'll get his reaction on it. Um, so we're trying to do, you know, different things. We'll have some guests on here and there. We've had Kevin Castle on. We've had you guys on so far. So, you know, we're looking to expand and, and get other guests on and, uh, Get real weird on it, man. You know, I, I like getting weird. So I, I can't stay normal. I can't just have like a, a roundtable podcast where we're just super serious and we sit around and like, oh, well, you know, the, the, the facts are this. And it's like, all right, well, right. Know, that's kind of like I could just tune on to the History Channel for that. So you got to bust some balls. So there's a little bit of everything, you know? Yeah, I think that right. we definitely try to take each other by surprise each at least once an episode with, with something that neither one of us is prepared for i don't know if the audience believes it or not but you know i usually have a question that i ask him that he has no idea that's coming and he doesn't tell me in advance what these trailers are uh and oftentimes he doesn't tell me what his lead topic is going to be um so uh you know but we i mean we plan things but n- not everything and that and that's by design Man, it's definitely a good way to keep it fresh and keep it natural. I like that. You know, it, it doesn't come across stiff, you know. But uh, actually, I wanted to mention, I had a hard time trying to, when I describe the show to to friends of mine, and, and I do describe, I do, I have promoted your show to friends of mine, you know, you know that I do listen, not just to the episode that I was on. I, I really, I thoroughly enjoy the show. Um but I would tell people that you kind of rapid fire through topics because you really do hit on a lot of topics. But Jeff, you actually use the word that really just like is a good way to describe it. It's like sort of like a magazine, like we're like you're flipping through articles, you know, you uh, you talk about it for a few minutes, uh, you go deep enough into it and then you move on, you know, don't allow it to get stale. I like that, you know, it, it, well, it really it does. You, you guys do a good uh, show yeah, of keeping the show yeah. moving. <laughs> bragging <laughs> yeah yeah 
uh, yeah, I'm sort of a big deal. So, you know. Now, yeah, the, the magazine thing, you know, that that's, yeah, that's, it's a helpful analogy. You know, just a, you know, again, a variety piece, but we, you know, with, we try to have a theme, but it's a very broad theme so that, I mean, as you guys know, because uh, there's endless topics. And listen, the, the world has been giving us headline after headline after headline. And some of the stuff that we just, you know, shot from the hip on, like sort of, you know, what we might have thought were crazy theories of ours, a couple weeks later, like there'll be articles on science.com or, or you know, uh, in newspapers or whatever that, you know, all of a sudden there is a, a fourth kind of human DNA that is yet to be identified. So maybe that was your Anunnaki or, or my Nephilim, right. as if there's any difference, they're probably the same. Um, you know, there was... Yeah, there, yeah, I heard you guys talking about that, man. I was way into that one. And there's been other stuff too. Oh, we were talking about, uh, you know, uh, panspermia. And then there are two, you know, the study that showed that bacteria can survive in the vacuum in space and bacteria can survive also on a ship traveling from Earth to Mars and, uh, you know, and back, uh, you know, and, and there's just all sorts of stuff that, that, that comes out. I mean, I'm not getting leaks from NASA. It's like I, I'm connected to, you know, nobody. It, it's just, it, it's been sort of uncanny. Um, and my mother's like, how do you know about these things? And, and why don't you make a lot of money doing it? And I told her, I said, you know, I, I know everything, but the one, my kryptonite is that I, I cannot use this power for profit. Oh, that's a curse. Yeah, so I, I, deny, I disappointed her once again. <laughs> Jeff, at what age am I going to die? Um, 972. You're going to be, you're going to, you're going to beat out Methuselah. I'm happy with that number. Yeah. Plus. Good. Good. I, I get to podcast for another fucking 800 and some years. No, my best friend <laughs> ever gets to die. You have to live forever. Good. 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 Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we definitely look forward to having you guys back on sometime. You know, we, we like to. I'm sure, dude, 20 people pretend like 2020 is going to be like over. And, you know, after that, everything goes back to normal. You know how it's <laughs> right. you know, like, like dude, 2020, resets. it's almost over. Like, congratulations. Like, we're three fourths done. Like, yeah, but that, I mean, it's just going to be shitty 2021. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? It's like those people that, right. you know, assume like, oh, dude, I'm, you know, uh, New Year's, I'm, I'm going to start working out. It's like, yeah, but you could have just done that two weeks ago. It makes no difference. Right. You just start right now. Nothing. It's the, it's the same shit, dude. So I'm, I'm sure we're going to have a lot of doom. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. You know, hopefully we can uh, just talk about TV shows on future episodes of Doom, but... I have a feeling, unfortunately, we're gonna get a whole Very lot nice. of locusts to, you know, dragons coming back to fucking fence <laughs> <laughs> climbing alligators. Of doom. Yeah. <laughs> Super AIDS. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, both both bobbies. As long as Florida exists, doom oh, yeah. will be here. I'll put it that way. <laughs> Everything <laughs> seems to be coming, coming out of Florida. World's Florida. Yeah. They give us plenty of content. Yeah I, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything. So we've got some Australian stuff, and of course, Shaheen's play, favorite place is Papua New Guinea, because we're and we are waiting for a grant to uh, to do an expose on New Guinea. Yeah, I'm gonna visit there, and uh, we're gonna visit there. I'm with that, man. You know, I never leave my house, but I might actually leave the house to go to Papua New Guinea. Would you actually probably... come? I don't believe you, man. I don't, we'll I don't... make it a grant for three. Don't worry. 
We're, we're, we're working. Who's that guy from Blink One Eighty Two that I demoted to Blink Eighty Two? Yeah, yeah. We're gonna get a, <laughs> gonna get a grant from them. Yeah, we're doing the show, and I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure the guy that uh, because you know he was he was a guest on Rogan's podcast, and he's talking about all these UFOs that he's about to reveal. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, Jeff, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was in that in that punk rock band that used to make fun of the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC and all that. Blink, uh, I forget the number. And he's like, yeah, yeah, Blink, Blink Two Eighty Seven. I'm pretty sure it was now, <laughs> but close enough. <laughs> Subtract some numbers; you're almost there. <laughs> yeah, no. What you gonna do? But yeah, I mean, we're gonna get a ton of fucking UFO stuff. I'll tell you that, though. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the YouTube channel, um, uh, Third Phase of the Moon. Blades, are you familiar with that? I know you you watch some of the YouTube clips. Uh, just the ones you showed me. After that, I haven't gone into looking at anything else. Oh, dude, you totally should. For anybody that's into UFOs, they put up daily stuff. Like, it's just daily. Whatever it comes out from Brazil to Colombia to fucking Saudi Arabia to China to U.S. to your neighbor to you, it's going to be on third phase. Right? <laughs> and, there's, and there's legitimately something something posted every day? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They have different shows going on there. They have different videos. They have different topics. I mean, it's definitely got a big following. I'm going to subscribe so. to that right now. Yeah, check it out, man. They put up all kinds of and i'm not i'm not affiliate by any means believe me I'm, I'm just saying if you want to find out some cool uh ufo footage that we might discuss on the show and i'm sure the inhumans will probably talk about it in the future since they talk about ufos and aliens with that i love uh, ufos we haven't done a, a good ufo episode in about a month or so i uh, know we had we had our boy jay from uh I was about to say Inhuman Cafe. That, that, that's, he is from Inhuman Cafe, our other venture. But Jay from Conspiracy Cafe, yeah, we had yeah. him on talking about his experiences because he's had two experiences that he can remember uh, about uh, that uh, concern uh, UFO sightings. And there might have been more because his memory only goes back so far. Right. Which, you know, we're going to have to we're going to have to uh, get into that with him. But yeah, man, we're, we're we we really need to get back into the UFOs, man. I, that's my aliens. That's my favorite topic, man. When when we started doing this show, I was most excited to talk about aliens. Yeah, I I think I think it's one of those topics that uh, even if if they land and we see it for ourselves, you know, I mean, when we when we had Kevin on, he was talking about oh, like it's kind of like keeping kayfabe. Like I kind of wish that we never get the actual answer because the you know it keeps us intrigued you know the mystique of it is is what keeps us going i actually i kind of disagree with that because like I, I feel like if we get some solid proof whether it's you know bigfoot or aliens or demons or you know whatever it is it sells you on more of that ideology because now you don't feel so insane you're like well i mean yeah. that happened so i mean who are you to tell me that fucking i don't know mermaids can't exist now the fucking right. I don't, dragons just came out of the earth i don't know dude you, you go fuck yourself tell me why yeah, it, it validates a lot of people ex people's experiences who uh you know a lot of people were told that they were crazy or sick or whatever or uh you know these people like a lot of people like i know what i saw you know and people are trying to convince them of otherwise so it, it would be nice to validate that and for me i'm thinking if we had that proof like if the aliens came down and just said hey we're right here this is real that would really show us ourselves in a, in a better way than than we've 
ever seen before you know like because we have people fighting over really really stupid shit like you know we're all human and we we fight over land we fight over oil uh we fight over paper towel gender we fight over we fight over the color of our fucking skin as if we're right. not all human. So if some aliens came down and they look completely different than us, that puts us all in the same boat. We can't argue about one person being superior to other because they have different plumbing or because their eyes are a different color, their shoe size is different. It doesn't fucking matter. These aliens are here and because they got to us and we couldn't get to them, that automatically says that uh, they're better than us. <laughs> so, Dude. I, I'm looking forward to it, man. I want it to happen. I don't. I don't want to fucking go my whole life. Wondering. Well, I've just given you. I'm about to give you about six more shows, uh, because you can envision the same thing. Except when the aliens come down, you can insert a different ethnicity or race that they come down looking exactly like, and and imagine how the world would react to the the different type, the different race. So if they came down and they were like, you know. Uh, you know, f- First Nations, Native American, you know, uh, uh, type, or if they were uh, even better, African, if they look, if they looked, if they were Caucasian, if they were like the Nordics, uh, yeah, or you know, like very Nordic, or um, you know, the, the different ethnicities in Asia if came back and they were, you know, look like they were, you know, whatever purebred Chinese means, or or, or whatever purebred. You know, Indian means, and and you could play with that, and and you know, see what happens there. That would be disappointing. I'd be very disappointed if they came down and looked exactly like some of us. I would, I would hate that. What if they came down and they looked like some of us, but at the same time, it was like it was like here. There was like you know, forty of them, and like you know, five or six each looked like a different race. Okay. And they had the same problems, and they were, and they hated each other too. (laughs) Oh, well, then they're human. (laughs) Right. There's no fucking difference. They just know how to travel a long way. How depressing would that be if they came down? They weren't even looking to conquer. They, they, they were just like, (laughs) (laughs) slap wrapping up. I'll tell you what, though. I think Bobby just came up with the solution to end racism is actually an alien invasion. I'm not even trying to be funny, but he hasn't. He has a fucking point. Like that's. That's the way to put things in perspective for us is when shit really goes down. And it's like, dude, if you're human, you have to stick together. Otherwise, you're dying. Then well, I don't I guarantee. Somebody should call Randy Quaid and Bill Pullman. Maybe they should make a movie like that. Yeah. They should. I mean, I really think that would probably work. Honestly, I yeah. really think so. Common enemy. I would like to think so, yeah. man. I mean, our, our nature, our nature as humans is us against them. Our nature is to conquer. And if they come here, that automatically means that they are more advanced than us and we have no chance of conquering them, even right. though it's in our nature. So would we band together? Would we actually band together? I, I, I would hate to think that we would band together and try to attack them. But again, we're humans and that's what we do. You know, well, we look at everything as an obstacle or food. Well, spoiler alert, but I mean, I think in episode two or three, we already revealed it that both Shaheen and I would be collaborators. So we're going to band together with the aliens, or at least I am. I don't know if he was lying, but I, I'm turning against all y'all. Yeah. I'm, think, I'm, well, you know what? No, hey, I think Blades and I actually had that, <laughs> came to that exact same agree. Yeah. We, we've already established that we're not human. Okay. It's in the name, man. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm okay with being like a sub governor or something like that, uh, the, the viscount or a viceroy or something. So, yeah, like, as long as they let me take my pugs, I'm happy. Holy <laughs> damn! They probably love pugs, man. Yeah. They're probably all about pugs. Maybe they what look, they like, look pugs? like pugs. Yeah, yeah. that'd be even better. Yeah. yeah, they're just aliens with, uh, you know, really long bodies, but they've got the pug faces. <laughs> yeah. There was there there was an organization called the Order of the Pug. Look it up. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's a real thing, man. It was kind of a, I don't want to say it was an offshoot, but it had something to do with people from the church. Now, I, I might get this all mixed up because I don't do research and I don't look back at notes. So like I, like I tell people all the time, I'm not an expert on anything. So just do some fact checking. I'm going to be wrong, but just look it up. Uh, I think it has something to do with um, people from the Catholic Church were not allowed to be uh, Freemasons, I believe, and and a lot of them wanted to be. The, the church um, wouldn't allow it, so just kind of. I don't know if they did it just to be like assholes or defiant or whatever. They started a thing called the Order of the Pug, and oh. they had all kinds of rituals and everything. And, and one of the rituals included um, kissing the ass of a porcelain pug. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I was going. I was about to say I, I'm. I'm about. I'm down to join this cause, but but once you talk about you know ass eating, I mean, it was a porcelain. Well, it's yeah. a porcelain. It's I'm, just a statue. I mean, in the world glad. of rituals, that that one is know, pretty innocuous. Yeah, but still, just the you know, I'm, okay. I'm not kissing the ass of a statue either. <laughs> you can pretend it's a female pug. It's a respect. No, I'm not. It makes it a lot easy. Okay. Well, you're obviously not the order of the pug material. No, I did tell Bob, ask, ask Bobby. I, I told him probably a few months ago. I was like, dude, this is the perfect time for me to start my my yeah. pug call because you know it's 2020. People are desperate. They're looking for answers, and what better answers than you know cute little pugs? Give them that. Give them some uh, some faith, and I could probably take over communities. Yeah, you could call it the pug crawl. <laughs> I'm serious. It's it's funny because. One of my buddies, he, he's like an engineer now, right? I'm obviously not going to name him. But he hit me up for a logo. <laughs> and we we were just some absolute idiots back in the day, right? We used to just bust each other's balls. So we're the kind of people that we still haven't kind of grown out of that. So even if I don't talk to him for five years, when I see him, I'm like, oh, what's up, dickhead? Like, I'm not going to, like, I, I have never grown out of that. And he hasn't grown out of it either. You know, this guy's like a millionaire now. He's just still the same. He's still an asshole. So I'm talking to him and I bring up this idea of making a cult. And he's like, yeah, dude, you know what? I think we can actually probably take over. New you know what? I tell you what, dude, if you write down a plan and email it to me, well, we should actually probably look into this. I could probably fund this. I'm like, yo, yo, chill out, man. I was, I was fucking around. <laughs> you're scaring me now because you're, you're insane. And you're actually like, taking this serious. I was joking. And I wasn't talking about pugs, but I was like, dude, if we if we created a cult, we could totally take over the world right now. Not maybe the world, but we could take over our community easily. You know, and he was like, yeah, man, I kind of I kind of want to lead people, and uh, I think I, I'd like the power trip. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking around. I'm not. I, I wasn't being serious. You could uh, be the next Jared Leto. Yeah, I don't know if I want to be that man. You know. Charles Manson, you know, uh, and next week, uh, cheap plug. We're going to be talking about the Heaven's Gate cult. Hey. So that's that's one of my favorites, hands down. Speaking of UFOs, 
Because those people were fucking crazy. I'll take some oh, of that yeah. Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid. Have you guys ever done a show about him? You guys should totally do a show about that, man. I'd, I'd love to hear you guys uh, discuss the Heaven's Gate. Because, you know, they're still we, active, apparently. Their website, is, somebody's paying for that website. Like, I it's didn't act- know they were still active. Oh, yeah, you can email them. I've emailed them a couple times to try to get them on the show. Even even on the THC days, I was trying to get Evans Gate on. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys, uh, Bobby's, have you ever done a show on the Scientologists? No. Blade, we Blade, we talked we shit about the... them before, but we've never actually dedicated a whole show to them. Yeah, man, it's just, there's so much with them, man. And they're, they're, uh, they're there's a lot to get into and I don't know, man. I, I want to get the information correct. Like that's one of the things we don't. I don't do a ton of research, but that's one of the things that I kind of don't want to spread false shit about. You know, I think they're crazy as all hell, but but that's just. I mean, I don't like. I don't like to shit on anybody's religion. You know, I I am a Christian. I'm open with that. I am a Christian. And I know that my religion is fucking crazy. I know it. Like, there's way too much crazy shit about it. So I'm not going to shit on anybody else's religion. Um, But you can't deny that it's fucking insane. Um, But I I just want to get the information right before really going in on Scientology like that. Maybe we can get Tom Cruise on sometimes. Wasn't he a Scientologist? He is, yeah, him. There's a bunch of people who are, man. But Isaac Hayes, too, right? Isaac Hayes was, yeah. Beck, yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Giovanni John Travolta. John Travolta, for sure, Oh, (laughs) with that fucking Battlefield Earth movie. He flexed his Scientology muscle to to get that movie made, to get that (laughs) piece of shit movie made. Have you ever seen that movie? (laughs) No, I haven't. Tur L. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. That launched yeah. Barry Pepper's career. Yeah, absolutely did. Yeah. He was like a big star for six years, then completely faded away. What did I can't name one thing that I've been a fan of that John Travolta has done. You didn't like Not Face Off with uh, Nick Cage Pulp and Fiction? Travolta? Which one? Pulp Fiction. Ah, oh, yes, yeah. Pulp Fiction and Face Off. Yeah, yeah. I forgot he was in those. I didn't Pulp, care for Pulp Face Fiction. Off, but Pulp Fiction is one of my all-time favorite movies. I liked Face Off. I thought that was pretty good. Yeah. Everything it's, else, though, like fucking. What was that man, disco some, movie? Like, come on, man, get that Saturday Night Fever. I mean, you're talking ah. Saturday. You're talking about the, the really, really old. So I like Be Cool. I like Get Shorty. Bobby Get Shorty watched Grease. Yeah, but, Grease. but Saturday Night <laughs> Fever and Grease were were time pieces. They were signs of the times. Yeah, you had you had to live with that to like appreciate it. Yes, that, that that's sort of what I'm saying. It's it's like it's like Glee it was now and like Fame was sort of like in 1980. It's, it's like shows would be ridiculous now, but at the time made sense. And I can see that, man. Yeah, John Travolta. I feel like he was in other stuff that was okay. Yeah, he did a lot of stuff that I liked actually. I like Michael. I like, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, I know a lot of people didn't like it. I like my, but I also like Dogma. Nobody liked Dogma, so. I love Dogma. All right. I like all of, I like all of the viewers movies. You know what? Maybe maybe I can replace um, Shaheen and you can be my new best friend. <laughs> <laughs> was he even in Dogma? Like the the, the uh, fucking Chris Rock movie? He was in no, that. No, Dogma no, was he wasn't uh, in Affleck it, but... and Damon. 
Oh, okay. I'm thinking you're talking about the movie Dogma with like Chris what? Rock and James. Yeah, Tom. Chris Rock. Ben was Affleck in. was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. <laughs> he was the bomb in Phantoms, yo. Selma Hayek. Selma Hayek. Oh yeah, she was. Good God. Delicious. She was the best in From Delicious. Dust Till Dawn. Just she just released like pictures of her at fifty and Okay. She still is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, her and Halle Berry. They they have not aged off the list. Nope. Wasn't Halle Berry uh there are rumors about Halle Berry banging on uh, Ric Flair? Was that an actual thing? <laughs> I think I, I heard know. about yes. that. Yes, I'm sure the Ric Flair started that rumor too. The rumor that Ric Flair started was an actual rumor, yes. <laughs> No, there was a. That's what hey, I'm saying. Arn, tell it? only this happens. Uh, so I'm assuming she uh, never admitted to it. I mean, the, the, left yeah. as a rumor. Why would she even respond to that? Yeah, he, and he, I think he was saying that it was a young Halle Berry. It's kind of the same thing that he was saying that he had slept with over. Um, what was it? Something like forty thousand or more women and the guy did the math and broke it down and said that he would have had to have started uh, at a certain age and then had had sex with like a hundred <laughs> like women a day. Like six, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I'm like not too sure about that. He should be fucking right now. That's amazing. Rick Flair. God bless that man. <laughs> God bless Rick Flair, man. But He's still a thing, yeah. right? Sure, sure. He just celebrated his non-marriage marriage, marriage uh, anniversary. Good for him. Yeah, I mean they're just, you know, they're not they're like sort of married but not really married. Yeah, I mean at, at uh, that so, point, why would you get married anyway, dude? He's failed like six, seven times. You know, like he's Booker T's got as many championships as that guy's got marriages. You know, and after that, it's a wrap. You, like you're seventy-five, you're gonna get married again. Dying alone is not a fun prospect. I, I, I beg dog. to differ. Well, I, one I could say we all die alone. Give a dog. Give a fuck. I don't see. I don't see the downside. But that's about all the wrestling that we're going to talk. That's as much <laughs> wrestling as we're going to get into on this show. And actually, uh, it is just about time for us to wrap this up. So I want to thank you guys again for coming on to our show, promoting your new show. One last time, why don't you guys plug the show, let everybody know where you can be found. Yeah, Garden of Doom. Well, first of all, thank you for uh, bringing us on and just promoting the show. But uh, definitely check out Garden of Doom. Uh, we have a Facebook like page. You can check that out. You can uh, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, Spreaker, uh, wherever else you may find podcasts. Definitely check it out on there. And um, I don't think we have a Twitter. Do we have a Twitter? We don't have a Twitter, do we? We do not have a Twitter. No, we all pieces of shit we are. We haven't adapted to 2020s, folks. Uh, so no Twitter, but hit us up on Facebook and uh, please leave us a review and uh, let us know that we're not pieces of shit. And in fact, give us five-star reviews and let us know how glorious we are. I know uh, Jeff would appreciate that. I do. I like basking in my glory. It does. Yeah, Jeff, I, I want to thank you guys also for having us on. I appreciate it. Thank you for contacting Inhuman Resources, a Q&A segment where you can have your cues aid by these two jackasses, at least to the best of their limited abilities. Feel free to ask any question at all, from how to make a peanut butter sandwich, to how can I get my hot coworker to notice me? 
to how do manatees bang any question at all, just contact at IEXP underscore podcast on Twitter with the hashtag inhuman resources or email inhuman experience podcast 19 at gmail.com with inhuman resources in the subject line. And we'll see what we can do about bringing you that much closer to enlightenment. Now transferring you over to the Inhumans and... Dan Martin wants to know, if, uh, if you were head of the post office, what would you put on a stamp? Uh, um, I would probably put either a UFO, a pug, uh, definitely a pug. I mean, that's, that's a given. Uh, third eye open. Ooh. You know, I think those are some cool stamps to go with. I think that those are my three, probably. Some of them are generic. I get it. You know, I'm thinking that you would have like a selection because you're always showing pictures of animals that you find and like just how the animals in your backyard and everything. So I think it would be like Shaheen's select collection of um, outdoor animals where you got like moles, you got like groundhogs and all that kind of yeah. shit. So like Shaheen is all about. Yeah. Shaheen is all about pugs, though, man. Like, I, I really, truly, honestly believe that the pug is Shaheen's spirit animal. Not like people like to post on, eh, such and such is my spirit, and Bobby Blades is my spirit animal. No, hey, no. Hey, never speak my Shaheen, name in vain. <laughs> you don't want to be a spirit animal. I don't want to be a spirit animal. Yeah, that's disappointing. Do you think there's anybody uh, out there that, the, like, identified as a shrimp where they were just like, you know what, dude, like, I, I think that's my animal. I really <laughs> the shrimp. Probably. Or a sea cucumber. I could see a pot plant, but not a shrimp or a sea cucumber. Hmm. I don't know. So I should answer this question too? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if this has been done yet or not, uh, but I mean, I, I would think that the uh, Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man, I am Iron Man uh snap of him doing the snap and half burning i think that would be a cool stamp i would also uh i would put like chimera like monsters i would, I would put like cthulhu and and stuff like that on there i think that would be fun like a basilisk and a minotaur now you're speaking my fucking language yeah right, those are some good ones man i wasn't yeah. thinking of man i was racking my brain trying to Trying to come up with something. I got nothing. You got some good ones. Yeah, he. I think he took all the good ones, man. Well, I mean, well, Bobby Anthem. I know what you would pick. It would be. It would be Enki. It would, but I mean, nobody would be able to find it. That would be the problem. <laughs> well, that's good. You can you can create your own history. Yeah, man. The Enuma Elish. I will put I will put the entire Enuma Elish printed on a stamp. God damn. That would have yeah. to be a big stamp or some small writing. Nah, small writing. So like Gilgamesh and Enkidu on, on, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. The whole epic. <laughs> That's can fucking I, cool. Can I ask a question that, that can stay recorded if you want to stay on the show? But when you picture Gilgamesh and Enkidu, or if you do, uh, well, if you do now, I picture when I, when I do it, the Marvel version of Hercules fighting the Marvel version, you know, of Sasquatch from Alpha Flight. Oh, okay. Nobody else tries to picture them in their heads? <laughs> I, when you, whenever you say Gilgamesh, or when I hear the name, I think of Gargamel from the Smurfs. <laughs> uh, 
D- different guy though. Though Gilgamesh was very Gargamelly in the beginning, except big and strong. Big okay. and strong, yeah, but mean. Yeah, I don't know. If we were playing word association, I, I, my mind immediately goes to Gargamel from the Smurfs. Well, from Gargamel, you go to Azrael, and we're right into Archangels, back into my home field. So, <laughs> Azazel. It all comes back I, to Doom. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I kind of picture Inky Doo though a, a little bit, a little bit like um, Beast Man from the Masters of the Universe, but but scruffier. Yeah, I could see oh. that. Or like Luther wild. from Umbrella Academy. You know what? I haven't I haven't gotten into Umbrella uh, Academy yet. I need to get into that. I really enjoyed it. Both seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I heard it was really, really good. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, and The Boys yeah, is coming it's... out tomorrow. So, you know, you got to get up on that. What's coming tomorrow? The Boys season two. Oh, I don't have Amazon, believe it or not. Get it. I really should because my favorite sci-fi show is The Expanse and it was canceled by sci-fi but picked up by Amazon so there's like at least one or two seasons I haven't seen that's on there and hopefully there's more seasons coming so I probably should okay this is a lot of good stuff and, and a good way a good way to uh, distract from the fact that I don't think Blade's named a stamp. <laughs> no, I didn't. Come on, I, I tried to get <laughs> away with it. You away with not doing it, man. What would you put on? Well, I think I would put on pretty much the same thing as what Jeff said. Like, uh, just a bunch of monsters. Like, I would probably have... Uh, I would have Baphomet on there, most definitely. Um, I would put Cthulhu on there. Um... Definitely, definitely pot plant, weed plants, um, for sure. Of course you would. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I think that's that's what I would put on a stamp. Those are good ones. I don't know. I would probably, I'll probably put my phone number, ladies. I think you would put a can of Pringles ladies. on a stamp. I would absolutely. Uh, that was too simple to go with, so I was gonna try to think a little deeper and go in a different direction. But <laughs> since you mentioned Pringles, that's probably what I would end up doing. Julius Pringle is the name of the of the the, the nice gentleman on the can. But I oh, guess okay. I guess those are your answers, Dan. I hope we gave you enough to work with, man. I hope you're not disappointed, because uh, those are the answers that you're getting from us, man. Yeah, that's good enough for a Jeopardy champion. Thank you, Dan. Feel free to ask another question. Anybody else who has another question, go ahead and hit us up, man. It's easy to get in touch with us. You can reach us on Twitter at IEXP underscore podcast with the hashtag Inhuman Resources. Or through email, you know, the old way we used to do things before after snail mail, which is Inhuman Experience Podcast 19 at gmail.com with Inhuman Resources in the subject line. Stop insulting people. These are potential listeners. Yeah, I'm so sure. Happy horror coffee break, old time horror radio show. 
We take the best and worst <laughs> creepypasta stories online, and our finest of quality reenactors perform them for you in the style of old-timey horror radio dramas. Everyone knows it's just you disguising your voice poorly. No, it's not. Besides, we have an abundance of great guests. There's music and t-shirts. And a bunch of dick and fart jokes. You're not wrong. <laughs> Catch us on all the major podcasts, thingamawoppers. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Schlapstick, Hard Knockers, and the rest. Idiot. Tune in every other Friday. There's a new episode. Or just stick your head in an oven. Same difference. Aries. <laughs> we need to have a little chat. <laughs> Toodles! The fourth hand joint. Confirmed sighting. The several videos they're talking about were recorded years ago. Footage of the sightings declassified by the military. See, see, see right there. You see it? You catch it? See what? Confirmed sighting. Sensors locking in on the target. We saw a disturbance in the water. Confirmed sighting. I know what the confirmed sighting is, dude. We have seen Kevin Castle. He still exists. <laughs> Spoiler. He's still alive, folks. All right. That's, that's the end of confirmed sighting. This was the shortest one yet. But yeah, confirmed sighting, that's where... We put you guys on the hot seat and we ask you the hard questions like, you know, movies that inspire you, that have shaped your worldview, anything that you like. And, and it's not just movies. It could be comics. It could be books, poetry, whatever. As long as it's related to... As long as it's not wrestling. The, as long as it's not wrestling, unless it's wrestling that's related to the field that we're into, which is paranormal, sci-fi, horror, um, science strange and unexplained i can live by those rules sha what about you yeah i'm good to go on you go first yeah. do the honors i think one of the first things that i don't know how how paranormal it is but it, it scared the shit out of me and it took me down a paranormal path but um was cannibal holocaust it's, it's a horror movie about cannibalism and the fact that it was banned it's it's like a little kid you know you tell a little kid you can't watch this the kid's gonna want to watch it so not knowing there's it, it's banned because of animal cruelty i go out of my way to like buy a vhs copy from like germany or some shit and now i have to find a converter and do all this extra stuff just to make it happen and um at the time i was a teenager i had to be like 13 14 and it it horrified me because i'd never seen uh violence like that portrayed on on television aside from like you know other gore movies but none of them looked as real as cannibal holocaust did and because some of it was real uh so that i don't know it disturbed me it made me feel uncomfortable and that kind of led me down a path of trying to uh discover like other movies to kind of push me over the edge and uh i haven't really discovered any but that reintroduced me to the horror genre and and i kind of fell in love with it again Due to Cannibal Holocaust, which is a movie I don't, I don't recommend. Don't watch that shit. I'm just giving you my side of the story. But um, 
that kind of got me into, you know, watching documentaries and ghost hunting. And then I did the Penhurst documentary, which, you know, Bobby Anthem was kind enough to do the voiceover for. So shout out to him, which is available on YouTube right now for free. So if you want to go check that out, uh, Penhurst, uh, Lost Ones, definitely go check that out. It's an hour plus documentary that at Penhurst. Um, but yeah, it all started pretty much from trying to find Cannibal Holocaust and seeing what the hype was about. And um, I wouldn't say it was necessarily a great influence. Like, it's not some shit where I'm like, yeah, Canada Holocaust changed my life for the better. Like, I don't I don't know if that happened. <laughs> uh, but um, that's a thing. And another one I would, I would like to say is I actually shared this um, last night on the first episode that we did with uh, Breaking uh, Break the Apocalypse with uh, Draper and, and, and Brian was I told him that I saw Faces of Death when I was like eight or nine. I was going to mention I, Faces of Death. Yeah. yeah, I stole it from my dad. And he had like a bootleg of it. And keep in mind that he's like in Iran. So I don't even know how the fuck he got like faces of death in Iran. But that's a whole other topic. Rest in peace. I wish I could get those answers. But um, he did have them. Um, and I watched it as a kid. And I was just like horrified. Like, I mean, imagine an eight-year-old. And it's not like I got his permission. Like, I, I stole it while he was sleeping. And I watched it. And it, I, I can't even imagine being a you know father and, and and seeing like my kid you know catch him watching faces of death at eight so i think that kind of exposed me to like you know violence at a very young age and i think i, I became more okay with it and, and kind of normalized it and, 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 and got some kind of entertainment value out of it but uh you know deathmatch wrestling that goes hand in hand with it horror you know all that shit they all kind of go hand in hand with that so yeah cannibal holocaust and uh faces of death i would say Okay, I guess it's my turn. Uh, it's funny you mentioned Faces of Death because I didn't see it, but it's one of those things that so many people talked about it and I was too afraid to see it that I could pretend that I saw it and I would lie about it that I saw it. And since I had heard enough stories, I could uh, passively get by in a conversation because it's just discussions about what's your favorite death scene. But that wasn't the question you asked. So I'll give you a few. You, you asked about different types of um, media or culture. So... Books going down at, at, a, at a going back at a very young age. I remember the Black Cauldron series. That was a big influence. That got me into the C.S. Lewis Narnia books, and that got me into the John Carter of Mars books, which you know sort of got me into Dune and Foundation and Lord of the Rings, and sort of took me in that direction uh, pretty early on. So that was a pretty big influence. As far as movies were concerned, I grew up in New York, and, and so we had WABC, and there was something called the 430 movie, and they would have theme weeks, and so one week would be Godzilla, one week would be Ganera, one week might be World War II uh, movies, uh, but, you know, then then there'd be Cowboy Week or whatever, but there were also, like, the Harryhausen movies, so one week you'd have the, the Sinbad movies, and then another week you would have, like, the Jason the Argonauts, and like sort of like the Jules Verne things like Mysterious Island and uh, you know Captain Nemo type stuff uh, 80 days around the world and just stuff like that so a, a lot of those sort of claymation Greek mythology type of uh, movies uh, influenced me a lot and they also had Planet of the, of the Apes week and so the Planet of the Apes movies were my absolute favorite so and it, it's funny because from that, you know, I always found myself being sort of for the heels in that. I, I sort of understood where Dr. Zayas was coming from. Um, and I was very sympathetic to uh, 
Darth Vader later on. I, I to this day, I will tell you that the Empire were the good guys and the Rebels were the bad guys. Um, so yeah, th- those were probably the movies and the books. As far as other stuff, uh, X Men was my absolute favorite comics growing up, and and that was definitely like more adult than say Spider Man or the Avengers was at the time. I mean, all comics are sort of have taken a darker, more adult turn now. But, you know, like Superman and Justice League was definitely like a lot more innocent. Uh, X-Men was more sophisticated. And and so those things definitely had a big influence on me. And I don't think I've ever really grown out of that stuff. I think if those movies are on now, I'd, I'd still sit around and watch them. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, man. You guys... Um... See, this this is why I really enjoy doing this, man. You guys haven't introduced anything to me that uh, I haven't already been exposed to, but definitely some things that I'm interested in going back to and looking back on, man. And what I really find interesting about this one, uh, on, on your show, The Garden of Doom, uh, Jeff, a lot of times you mentioned that, you know, Shaheen brings the garden and you bring the doom. But on this one with your selections, uh, Jeff, your selections were largely like wondrous and fantastical and Shaheen's were all like murderous and graphic and <laughs> bloody. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I thought that was interesting, man, but this was really good, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Uh, so yeah, go out, look into some, if not all of the things that these guys just mentioned. Um, really good stuff. I don't recommend again, watching guys. faces of death though. <laughs> well, it was proven that it was fake. Traces of Death was the real one, apparently. So. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Faces of Death was all gimmicks. Oh shit! I didn't even know that. I watched that, and I that messed me up. Nah, I wasn't. I wasn't as young as you, but I was still pretty young. Yeah. All right. Well, there are the recommendations. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to support the show, consider donating to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash inhumanexpodcast. Or you could pick up one of our t-shirts at teespring.com slash stores slash inhuman, spelled with a Z. And if you want to support us in another way, you can consider leaving a five-star review and you can have it read on the show and get a shout-out from us. Also, if you haven't heard enough of me, you can check me out with... My partners, Dave Trumbor and Sean Paul Ellis on Saturday Morning Cartoons. That's morning with a U. Uh, you can also check me out with my other partners, Papa Dave Sincere and Yuck Nasty on Planet Tour. That's where we tell stories, sci-fi, horror, whatever. A lot of the same type of weird shit that we talk about here, except that there are stories that are written out and crafted by authors. Good stuff. I yeah. recommend that. But uh, we also have another adventure that we would really appreciate if you would check out. And that is Bobby Blades and myself, along with our boy Jay from Conspiracy Cafe. And we call that Inhuman Cafe. And you can check us out on Twitter. Get in touch with us at IEXP underscore podcast. You can also join our group on Facebook. Just go on Facebook and look up Inhuman Experiencers. You can also check out Inhuman Cafe on Facebook and, you know, just go to Facebook and look up Inhuman Cafe. It's not hard to find. And if you got to get old school about it, you can reach us by email at inhumanexperiencepodcast19 at gmail.com. And if you want to go really old school, Bobby Anthem's home address is beep. You've been listening to a fourth hand joint.